you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Even I can't protect myself without these folk. And it's probably a white person called, oh, they got a gun. And they're black. They're about to harm so Cause you see, because for, for to put it in context, whoever's in here is nine times out of ten rich or got some sort of money. Cause we're in a store where coach costs four thousand, five thousand, you know, on the low end, twenty eight hundred, shit like that. So we're probably dealing with someone that got money too, and they may not know who I am, right? Everybody don't know rappers. You got a slick tell some of them. Yeah, I got a song with Beyonce. Or something like that. And they, oh, okay, okay. You know, they kind of really ain't in tune with who a motherfucker might be. You dig what I'm saying? But the idea that y'all could just take somebody's word. I'm in my car, leaving. And y'all, let the window down. Let the window down. It's like, whoa, what we doing? I don't want to let the window down. I ain't done a motherfucking thing wrong. Well, it's been reports that you had a gun. Man, a motherfucking say anything, man. Do you got a reason to be searching me, officer? 
You see what I'm saying? But again, not knowing that he's famous and not assuming that he got money because they think we in these areas to steal or scam or do some other shit. Ben, I'm rich. I'm protecting myself. You see what I'm saying? You can't even do that as a black man. But as a white man, you can go kick your feet up on the desk at Capitol Hill and be escorted out. You can go and bust the windows on Capitol Hill and be escorted out. You can run a police officer up some stairs. Welcome to another episode of It's Up That Podcast with your boy, Looney Luciano. I am your active and attractive host for another episode of the fastest growing podcast on the market, independent podcast on the market right now. Um, You know, as I always say, I want to thank everybody that's tapped in with me. Independent podcasts usually get under 100 downloads. We're now getting up to 15,000 downloads per episode, so a round of applause for that. That's a big deal. Um, I noticed some of you corny, you know, industry niggas that's watching it steal my flavor and my sauce. I know y'all going to, you know, try to make it like that. Ain't a big deal. Let me put my headphones on so I can hear myself. I like to hear myself. Uh, I know y'all, you know, some of y'all are trying to make it like, you know, that ain't this. As 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 uh, big or as lucrative, you know, as as I make it out to be. But I want to tell you some um, direction is more important than speed, you know. So for me and for someone like me and for anyone that's uh, put themselves in a position to build something brick by brick, uh, understanding that you're going in the right direction is more important than how fast you're getting there. We got enough money to play the long game. You know, we got enough time to play the long game. You know, uh, we're taking the proper precautions and living in a certain way in which um, we should be around for a while. You know, um, but again, thank you guys for watching another episode. Now, if you are someone that's new here, hit that hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, hit that like button. You know, um, for, for my gang, for the people that's always watching and tuning in, continue to do that. Every comment that I get, you know, that that because I swear to God, I'm getting so many more comments now. People saying, man, I don't see nothing stopping you, man. 
like you're going to be a leading voice in the community, not even just the hip-hop culture, see? And that's what I mean when I say some people understand the game you're putting down, right? Because they see that what I speak on and how I speak is broader than just rapping hip-hop. You know, and I think some podcasts got um, uh, kind of boxed themselves in. You know, even with Joe Budden podcast, I'm a big fan of that. But when I see a Dr. Fauci over there, and I, and I understand you want to still keep it hip-hop-ish, but less jokes and more more information could have been given on a, on, a, on, a, on a segment like that, which is a good segment, your first time doing it, so I'm sure... They're ironing the wrinkles out on that. But nonetheless, again, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast and you want to see the video version, you head over to FOGFO TV on YouTube exclusively. The video is there. If you're looking at my face and, and my FOGFO studios and you maybe have to go to work or you won't want to work out and you want to hear the audio version of the podcast, Anywhere you get podcasts, you go to It's Up There Podcast with Looney, and I'll pop up. New segment, I'm sorry, new circumstance alert. I now have a way that you can support the podcast via Anchor. If you're a true listener, if you're a true fan, if you're a true supporter, you can go and donate money via Anchor um, just to kind of keep the show going, sustain the show. And just let me know that you're a part of um, you're a part of the family. What you get by doing that is you get access to some of those A-list interviews that I haven't dropped out just yet, and it puts you in a position to be at the forefront of what I have going on and show me that you're supporting the movement. So again, head over to Anchor. It's up there, podcast with Luna, and there should be a button that it says donate. Um, I think it's about five dollars or something like that. And then I'll get that information, and then you'll be welcomed um, into a um, a group in which you got unreleased content that will be. Some of it I may put out, some of it I may not. You know, you just never know. I'm in control of it, so we'll figure it out. But nonetheless, when you support, you definitely get to see uh, what we got going on. You see what I'm saying? So um, thank you. Thank you again for listening. Now. Man, crazy week. Crazy, crazy, crazy week. Uh, Yesterday, you know, I was working on closing my project up and my deluxe album and working on some other things that I had going on. And I kept seeing people have stormed the Capitol building. I'm thinking to myself, man, this is crazy. 20 people went down there probably or something because I... And see, my expectations was that my expect I didn't set my own expectations with that. My expectations came from recent events, right? When Black Lives Matter had a situation and we headed down to want to protest at the at the Capitol building and other places in America and abroad, you know, we were treated as if when the looting started, the shooting started, you know, and um, so I couldn't even imagine until I seen it. See, we live in a different day and time now, man, where we're actually getting to see these things unfold in a situation, man. Like, And it's, it's shocking. It's more than shocking because it makes America look weak even to the... See, I want you to look at this from abroad, and I'm going to get into the Capitol Hill thing, but I want you to look at this from a broader spectrum, right? 
How you think people that these people who do want to radicalize some of these motherfuckers, right? So you got people like Bin Laden and other terrorist groups, right, that they say we want to give some information to these people over there and make them look at America in a certain way and then we can use them to go in and do our dirty work, right? We can... Those people that ran into the towers on 9-11 and things like that, those people were, their mindset was that they were doing something that was right. And in my opinion, it's no different than those people that went down to Capitol Hill. You ought to see them. We're, we're, we're you, you know, uh, standing up for what's right. And I'm thinking to myself, hold on, let's not even... Let's not even put these two things in the same Black Lives Matter and this Let's not even make these things parallel These are false parallels These ain't nothing alike You know we come out and march in the street Because you're shooting unarmed people R.I.P. Daniel Hambrick You know Nashville Zone And others George Floyd stepping on his neck We don't know what happened with Sandra Black Like all these things happen So we coming because there's questions unanswered Right. There's things that's happening that we see and we know to be what they would say is un-American. But the more you think about it, the more you look at it. You say, damn, I think it may be American for them to treat us different. And they doing it in plain sight at this point. You know, um, it's hard to tell a black man that it ain't no difference. It's hard to tell a black girl that. We are all the same and we're all Americans. And I've heard several celebrities say this. You know, uh, it's hard for us to adapt that. I'm sorry, to adopt that. It's very hard for us to look through the lens of a white man. Right? Because for us to head to Capitol Hill, it would have only been people that was ready to die. Because we understood the consequences that came with that. These people were going in and if they got maced, they would turn around and say, oh, my God, they're treating me wrong. They maced me and we're just trying to say. And it's like, look at the difference there. Look at how look at how far apart the reality is from the circumstances. Right. For us, it would have been people down there that was ready to die, not because we're fearless, but because we're dying for things far far less than that. To bust the window of the Capitol Hill building and to go in and to start chasing police up the stairs and then be escorted out. And now it's even videos coming out to where people were police were letting them in. You see the police come on in like because they're protesting. Come on in. It's like. Black Lives Matter, man, we, we went out there, and when I say we, I mean the people that stand for black and brown and injustice of the people that's innocently being harmed at the hands of the government officials. Because to me, the police is just an extension of the government. So I don't look at them, you know, as separate entities. And if you, and if you do do that, I think you may want to do a little bit more research. But... When Black Lives Matter said they was going down there, I hope I can find a clip or a picture. 
it was right. It was already a number of armed, look like SWAT team motherfuckers. Damn, we were literally coming to protest. We wasn't even coming to bust the window and come in and sit at Nancy Pelosi desk and stand on top of the podium. And now the podium was on sale on eBay. I think that's a real picture. I'm not sure. But all of these things make us look weak in the broad uh, uh, from abroad. Right. So you look at someone like a bin Laden or a character like a bin Laden and you say, I wonder how they feel to say, damn, OK, so they can be influenced like that. They're actually doing it from the inside. So now if they can tie their message in with a Trump or something like that and throw some clues out that he's a part of us and get all these people to write. You know, it's it's just a it's it's a hole in the boat. You see what I'm saying? It's a hole in the boat and you can't get the water out faster than the water's coming in. You see what I'm saying? So very concerned. And I'm also no longer surprised that. The difference in the approach of a black man, a black woman, and a white man and a white woman, right? They even share those. Um, they even share those ideologies all the way down to just white people who see you somewhere. And I'm calling the cops about what, bitch? I ain't even said nothing to you, or I ain't even done nothing, bitch. You trying to call somebody you know or get here and kill me? You think I'ma let them kill me? You got another thing coming. You see what I'm saying? So these things are, man, it just, it's a sad, 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 sad day, man, for America as a whole, dog. I mean, it's just, it's it's so fucked up to be in a place that you want to come and protest for something that's really fucked up and you get maced and pushed and 60-year-old men getting pushed and breaking their hip and this and that. But then you got motherfuckers storm a building and got you bitch ass motherfuckers hiding somewhere. But you know what? I looked at it. I looked a little deeper, right? And I said to myself, couple things. Couple things I said to myself. And except this one black dude, he looked like the dumbest motherfucker on. Uh, on this side of breathing, right? One of the, one of the black niggas, he look, look like the dumbest motherfucker on this side of breathing. I don't know what he was there with all them folks for. But it was a white on white thing. Now when you see when you see it go there, number one you say, damn, okay. They fighting each other, right? No, that's that's one th- that's one way to look at it. But then I thought about it a little deep. I said, man, this is a recipe for martial law. Because if they can say that America is just getting out of control, they can try to implement martial I went and bought me another AK today. Like, I just left the gun store. I went and bought me another AK and ammo. And not because I'm going to harm anyone. Because I'm going to protect everyone that I love by any means necessary, right? So... It's it's just crazy because it seems like all right, if they can if they can provide the case to some stupid motherfuckers because if they stupid enough to believe we lost the election after you not we stupid enough that that the election was rigged of course there's some 
fraud in elections because it's going to be fraud in elections. That's why as much as I respect Joe Rogan, I hate to hear him kind of funnel and recycle that message because you don't understand that you, 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 you gaslighting this thing. These people only need a little bit to go off of because you got these other radical people doing the rest. You know what I'm saying? So then you hear somebody like Joe Rogan say, well, how much fraud is it on the election? Is it zero? Well, of course not. But it's not enough to to overturn the election. Now, Joe Rogan does do a deep dive into that. But the way that the Internet works, they can't tell me that they don't understand the Internet. These people are not going to take the these people are not going to take the other side they're not going to take the rest of that clip they're going to take that little clip and post it on one of these radical websites you see what i mean so they're going they're going to just take they're going to take that one piece right and then they're going they're going to put it on the website um and then that's going to make for for a deadly com- combination when you hear you know some of their favorite people seconding uh, what they would consider b- to be the opinion, you know, of of Trump and those people, man. So I think at this day and age, at this time, you got to be very careful with what you retweet, you know, what you say, thinking people gonna take it in context and things of that nature. Um, when you can be considered gaslighting, some some of the most dangerous times that American history has ever seen. Um, and I hear people say it's, it's white on white crime and we shouldn't worry about it. I look at it deeper than that because I understand that now they can act like, well, it's coming from both sides. We got to do something about it. We're losing control of America. Lock it down. Martial law in effect. You know, and so that's that's what concerns me. That's what concerns me, you know. But yeah, you know, and and, and you know, a, the black versus white thing, man, it, and it's going to always be present you know uh, the black and white thing is gonna always be present for as long as i can see because it doesn't seem like it's any other way to approach it you know uh, clearly y'all understand not only is it an opinion but clearly y'all understand the difference between you and us um i mean if we're standing out just having a barbecue the police liable to get called I was 15 years old getting checked and harassed by police to the point my mama had to figure out why y'all, every time y'all see my little boy, y'all going in his pockets and all that. If y'all heard he's selling drugs, get someone to get someone to buy something from him or something. Or y'all got to do something other than that. But to keep pulling up on a child and checking them, they, they had just got to a point where they was just comfortable doing that to me. I'm standing in the in the bricks in the apartments, you know, me and a couple of my homeboys, they get off, get, you know, park down the street, walk up there and pop out. Don't move. Like, what? We 15 years old. You Can I check? You know, go right in a nigga pocket. You know, those kind of things were unfair. And I know white people don't go through that. And I know they don't understand when it seems like we complain about things that's just It just ain't the same fight. You know, it seems like it's it, in their minds we complaining and we're making things up. And it's these, it's an invisible uh, white man taking us down. And I don't want to hear from you rich blacks no more. 
Because y'all done forgot. Depending on how long you've been wealthy, you done forgot. You know, you, you depending on how long you've been wealthy, you done forgot what it's like to really be down in the ghetto. You know, to really be just standing out with you and a family member and the police is called. You know, for a white person to thank you following them because you you live in the same neighborhood and you going that way and they get a police call on you. Even with the baby. Even with the baby, he just was arrested on Rodeo Drive. I go into a store, I'm clearly rich. And we got a firearm on us. A couple niggas with me might got allegedly got a firearm on us. And y'all bring 15 police to the car to find it, then take me to jail. We ain't harm nobody. We ain't got into no arguments. We ain't got into no altercations. Y'all approach us as if we're harming somebody or if we have the intent to do something outside of protecting ourselves. You see what I'm saying? I got $75,000 on two necklaces on. I got a $60,000 watch, a $5,000 coat, and plus I'm a celebrity. And you think there shouldn't be a weapon nowhere in sight? I'm just supposed to die at the hands of not only uh, just whoever. I'm just supposed to. I'm just supposed to put my life in the hands of what? But on the other on the other side, when I just went and bought the AK, the NRA and these and these people are telling you keep your guns on you. You can't even buy bullets for a lot of shit now. They price gouging the bullets and they still selling now. So I'm in a position where I can't even defend myself. And and not only and what and what gives you the right to check me because somebody said I have a gun. You see what I'm saying? Did you smell weed? Was there any reason for you to go in my car? I don't want to get out the car. Like what the fuck be going on where y'all just going to make me get out the car? What is this about? I don't want to get out the car. I ain't broke no law. I don't want to get out the car. I don't even want to talk. Are you pulling me over? What we doing? Because I got to go. You see what I'm saying? Shit just be weird. It just be weird. It's just the way that they treat a motherfucker be so motherfucking fucked up. You see what I'm saying? It just be so fucked up, man. The way you can't even... I can't protect myself without these folk. And it's probably a white person called, oh, they got a gun. And they're black. They're about to harm because you see, because for, for to put it in context, whoever's in here is nine times out of ten rich or got some sort of money. Cause we in a store where coach costs four thousand, five thousand, you know, on the low end, twenty eight hundred, shit like that. So we're probably dealing with someone that got money too, and they may not know who I am, right? Everybody don't know rappers. You got to slick tell some of them, yeah, I got a song with Beyonce or something like that. And they, oh, okay, okay. You know, they kind of really ain't in tune with who a motherfucker might be. You dig what I'm saying? But the idea that y'all could just take somebody's word, I'm in my car leaving, and y'all... Let the window down. Let the window down. It's like, whoa, what we doing? I don't want to let the window down.
I ain't done a motherfucking thing wrong. Well, it's been reports that you had a gun. Man, a motherfucking say anything, man. Do you got a reason to be searching me, officer? You see what I'm saying? But again, not knowing that he famous and not assuming that he got money because they think we in these areas to steal or scam or do some other shit. Man, I'm rich. I'm protecting myself. You see what I'm saying? You can't even do that as a black man. But as a white man, you can go kick your feet up on the desk at Capitol Hill and be escorted out. You can go and bust the windows on Capitol Hill and be escorted out. You can run a police officer up some stairs. Man, if we run at a police officer, you see what happened to your boy? Which R.I.P. Uh, which one was it? Let me see. I'm going to look that up. Was it Eric Gardner? Nah. Uh, and we don't even know that to be true. Man, I can't. Who I forgot the brother name, and I apologize about that. Oh, Big March, though, out there about that. But we don't even know if that's true that he ran towards the police. The police just said it. He a big old dude. He ran towards me, and I shot him. I feel for my life. Man, they ran a police up some steps. He kept saying, stop it. Stay back. Stay back. He pulled it. Stay back. Stay back. It's like, oh, man. With us, that would have been a different situation. And it lends itself to the baby situation. I can't even be in here with a gun shopping. Clearly not bothering nobody, bitch. I ain't got no motherfucking ski mask and then all black and then no pole nigga car doing nothing. I'm in. I'm. I'm next to you, bitch, with plenty of money. I'm finna cash out probably more money than you will. You know what I'm saying? But y'all don't respect a motherfucker like that, and that's what I'm saying, man. I hate to say it, but it's the reality. And and I and I gotta start to you know. A lot of times I try not to talk to my kids about it because I don't want the trauma on their brain. But I gotta reevaluate that because it ain't the trauma that I'm scared of. It's them not having the information that they need to have in order to sustain life. That that I need to be more afraid of, you know, because um. It's sad in America. You know what I mean? It is, man. And I know abroad, they looking like, whoa, I never would have thought that would have happened in America. Yeah, it can happen if you white. The black folks would have went down there, man. They, they ain't even on Farrakhan doing another 10 million man march. Just for the sake of his black people. And he was saying no violence. You see what I'm saying? But they don't take us as our word. They take us off in bullshit movies. They don't have no black experience. You see what I'm saying? The only black experience you motherfuckers got because you don't care to get one is boys in the hood and menace to society and shit like that. You know, and um, I'm I'm getting tired of it. It's starting to affect me on a, on, on a way, man, in a way that I just, words can't explain. I'm buying more guns, man. 
You know what I'm saying? And again, not to hurt nobody, but to protect everybody that I love by any means necessary. You know, I pray, I pray that God keep my sanity in a in a good place, man, because I can't afford to 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 slip. I can't afford it right now. I'm building something, and my people depending on me. You know, um, and it's sad to say. You know, it's sad to say that all that I do and all that I've done ain't enough to put me in a situation that I feel like. I'm any different than any other. I feel like a criminal, man. Just, just in there buying a gun. You know, I'm in a shop full of white men. You know, and I feel like they looking at me like a criminal, and they, they don't really want to sell it to me. It's a weird feeling I get. I can't really explain it. I ain't thought about it enough, but there's a feeling there. You know. And that's because of the teaching that they've put out there. It's because of the imagery that they put out there. It's starting to even, it's starting to even work its way into my psyche. You know what I'm saying? When I go in there, you know, I got I, I go in there because I had a black hoodie and shit on. I just been low key, you know, lately. I go in there, I take my hood off, and these people might shoot me when I come in this motherfucker. And I'm trying to spend some money. You know, it's just, man, it's it's a sad day, man. You know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, I, I want to look out for the baby on that and, and just speak on that a little bit. Also, I seen where uh, Tory Lanez. Okay, so for for those that you that of you, for those of you that don't know, Tory Lanez tweeted a picture with the baby at a, at what looks like to be a video shooting said the baby Tory Lanez video coming soon. This is on the heels of the Magna Stallion and Tory Lanez. Uh, I'm sorry, Magna Stallion and the baby song Cry Baby going super viral. Let me back up a little bit more too. With TMZ being there, did were they the ones that like how the police? I, I wish we can get that 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 phone call and kind of trace down who made that call and even if there was a call made because it's a couple of things they use on black motherfuckers, right? I smell weed. Cause you step out the car. Well, somebody said that I, I've I've been in a situation where the police pulled up on me, man, and said that somebody said he looked at what I had on that like today. Somebody said it was a, a black man about six two has on a black hat, black shirt that has uh. Blue, green, red in it. Like they would literally look at what you have on and just say that in order to keep you detained there. You know, so I really wonder what was up with that. You know, was that a real thing or was that cap? But uh again, Tory Lanez tweeted this picture out. Fans go crazy. Fans say, you know, oh shit, it's fuck the baby all twenty twenty one. Um, and also happy 2021 to everybody, but anyway, fuck the baby all 2021, then Meg the Stallion comes and defends his honor and says, that's old and it ain't clear. I imagine that Meg had someone reach out to the baby's people to see, yo, man, what's up with that? What's going on with that? Now, we can't redo a video that I got with the boy, but the boy clearly playing some sort of game with you. You know what I mean? He see you going viral with dude and he's putting me in the middle of it. That's what I don't respect. You see what I'm saying? I got my own shit going on. I got my own transgressions going on. Why the fuck you putting me in the middle of you and you shooting some gas saying you shot, hun? You using me. 
Like, what is that, homie? What part of the street game or, or what part of the game is this? Why would the fuck would you put me in the middle of y'all mess? That's like a nigga beefing with his bitch and calling you, bruh. Ain't the little bitch ugly, bruh? Tell the man, yeah, the little bitch ugly and a motherfucker out here playing with a nigga, fam. Man, you know, man, man, that. And you want him to jump in the middle of the real nigga on sit back and like, I don't got nothing to do with that, bro. Now she hate me. You know what I mean? If I say something amidst the conversation, now she hate me. You got the bitch hate me. I ain't even, I don't got nothing to do with it. You got fans. Bringing up old shit I done. You got fans tweeting me all day. Talking about when I see you, man. We might have to get into it about that. You see what I'm saying? Because you done threw me in the middle of some shit. Unless we done talked and we got to understand. I done told you gone. Drop that. I would not think he would have done that, though. Seeing how close him and Meg is. And they in the middle, middle of a viral video. And dance. You see what I'm saying? So I don't think he would have done that. It wouldn't have been smart unless he trying to show loyalty to Tori. I don't see him doing that. Because the baby came in this game, then nobody fuck with him. He was doing whatever like me to try to get on. Niggas wasn't trying to throw the baby no ad loops. So I'm not getting in no situation to fuck up relationships to fuck with one of you niggas. You niggas didn't... Man, you niggas didn't help a nigga none. I had to make up some little, you know, do some little dancing and make some good music. Had Arnold Taylor on my side in order for me to go to the next level. But wasn't no ad loops. If you think about the baby songs, who threw him ad loop? That shit done it on his own. So I don't see him putting himself in a position to be an ally. To one of these rap niggas and ruin something that that seems to be working with him and Meg Thee Stallion. I just don't see that being the case. What I see is Tory Lanez is now probably sitting around bored and high. And he's doing this bullshit to try to, you know, mix the conversation and keep throwing himself into the blogs and shit. But you, you can't use me, bruh. I'm a street nigga with a pass. I got shit I done done that they can... This can bring to the light the world. Now they, they canceled you. Now they stop fucking with me because you done land me. You say, I'm a big star right now. Nigga, I got shit that's on billboard. So, listen, if I was Tor, I wouldn't even do that just for the sake of me being a real nigga. Man, I ain't going to put you in that, bro. You saw him, man. I ain't going to, man. Nah, hell nah, man. I ain't going to throw you in the middle of that shit, man. I ain't doing that, man, nigga. I know that might fuck up what you got going on. Even if I'm innocent. We know how this media thing play. We know how these fans is. They full of shit with all this tweeting and commenting and this and that. We know what going on. You see what I'm saying? Don't put me in the middle of that shit. And I ain't had nothing to do with that, homeboy. I'm out here trying to make money. And I'm already fighting charges. Then a week later, I catch a charge. What we doing here? Is it, did you got something to do? Like, what's, because you done that, is this why this happening? They sending motherfuckers after me, or what's going on with this? I ain't had nothing to do with none of this. You know what I mean? Because it's strange that I'm in my car, and they just come and open the door. Hold up, man, what's going on? What's the vibes? Like, he, you could tell he wasn't trying to open the door, but then the drivers and shit. Really, I'm going to tell you what rappers finna have to start doing, man. 
Rappers finna had to start keeping a lawyer in the car with them like a security guard. Like how they keep their security and they producing and they video nigga. We really, and that's fucked up to say, but I think it'll keep us from being violated by these bullshit laws. But they may, I don't know, but nigga gonna have to start knowing something. I would say I might start keeping a lawyer with me when I blow. You know what I'm saying? I might just start doing that because to me, that's, it really be like, hey, is this legal? And then he might get to tell him, man, uh, section woo the wham woo the wham city I go in. I got not that I'm just doing a show in, but a city like L.A. when I come through because I know I'm finna stay a minute, record and smoke and give me an Airbnb out here and be out here for six months. I might gotta hire me a lawyer ride with me out this motherfucker. He might know, hey, section one hundred six says uh, say you can't just do pull us out the car. Is there any probable cause, officer? I right, cut your cameras on. Any probable cause officer says it, you know what I'm saying? He gotta he gotta we gotta start playing a different way. You know what I'm saying? I just I just don't think it was cool that Tory threw baby in the middle of that shit. You know what I'm saying? And um you beefing with a girl, bro. Your problem is with a girl. I can imagine if it was with a nigga what you probably be doing, but it's with a girl, bro. Don't don't throw me in the middle of you and no girl beef, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, damn, what we doing? Um, and also speaking of beef, we got Snoop Dogg and Eminem. So for those of you who don't know, Snoop Dogg um had an interview a while back. I think it was with Breakfast Club, and he said he said this. So he said that Eminem wasn't in his top ten. And um and Drake kind of made Eminem. And Eminem seemed to didn't like that. Right? Eminem seemed to didn't like that. So Eminem dissed him on his new record. Now. I don't know what's going on in 2021 and 20. To where everybody want to police what you say. And police how you say it. And police when you say it. And what you can't cover. And what you can't say. And what. See Eminem said it was how he said it to me. What. What do you mean it was how he said it to you? What that mean? Y'all telling me how to say something? Which one of you tough niggas want to die first by trying to tell me how to say something? Y'all going to tell me how to say something? So it went from what I said. First, y'all trying to tell me what to say. But it's the big OG Snoop, so you can't tell him what to say. Now you affected by how I said it. I just saw this happen with Joe Budden. J. Prince Jr., man, it's what you said, nigga. You know what you said. Hey, homie, I'm saying whatever I want to say respectfully. Respectfully. Unless you niggas put me on and I'm a part of some sort of family or where y'all done bless my game. Man, you can't. Who going to police? Law may not never get in the game because they going to never be the police what I'm saying. I'm not afraid of now one of you niggas with the tough ass crews or your security or none of that. You're not policing what I'm saying, man. It's, it ain't never going to be that. You not controlling the content for me, homie. My my motherfucking um 
my motherfucking um my loyalty lies with my supporters my loyalty lies with my supporters the people that expect me and hold me to a standard to report and give information in regards to what I see how I feel what I noticed and how that felt now if you ain't grab me out the mud Wipe me off And put me in the king chair How the fuck you gonna tell me what to say And it's funny that Eminem can say something like that For years homie you made a career off saying shit about people You never cared what they felt Gay people Women, you never cared what they felt. I would like to hear Ross the Five Nine respond to that because Ross is your real friend, man. And you owe Ross a check. If you ain't gave Ross a check, I'm talking about a blank one. You owe Ross a check because, man, for this culture, he he really putting his respect on the line and trying to always clean up. Some shit that you done or said or how you carried it. You see what I'm saying? I'm on Clubhouse. I be in the rooms just, just in the crowd, not saying a word, just listening. And every motherfucking time I hear Royster59 come to the defense of his friend. And that's blacks. We got that issue. If that's my partner, man, you, you, you can't really say nothing about him. When Benzino went on Flip the Script, shout out Queens Flip. You know, he, yeah, he reached out to me. We spoke one time. He said, Loon, you good at this. <laughs> but, but anyway, Royster 59, we seen Benzino go on Queens Flip show. And I be damn Royce be the nigga to take the beat. It's like if we at the court and the nigga say, man, fire me one more time. I'm fine on you. Then he get fired again by you. And then he want to fade with you. And then your homeboy say, nigga, you fighting me. I heard Frizz the other day speak about in prison how niggas had a little thing that they say it ain't no one-on-one. So they going to crash the whole party by this shit. That's because one of them niggas down through there don't want to fight. One of them niggas down through there ain't got nothing. You can tell him, hit me hard as you can, nigga. Come on with that little shit. Get you one in. I ain't going to hit you back. The nigga might not swing. Most likely ain't going to swing. You know what I mean? Because they ain't got nothing behind that little bullshit punch they throwing. But anyway, Royster 59 always come to the defense. But I'm saying, how can you be someone that hypocritical that make a career off of saying things about people and not... Having any regard to how it made them feel. Having any regard to how it made them look. Having any regard to anything in concern with the folks. You made a career on the heels of that shit. And then gonna tell Snoop the way he said it wasn't cool. Man, if I spoke to you last time I saw you, you know it wasn't about no malice. But you can't tell me what to say, bro. You can't tell me that I can't say I don't think you top 10. Let's talk about the real issue. That really what it is. Or you want me to lie because we cool. 
No, the same way if your music ain't good. I, if I don't like your music and you really come, Loon, what you think about it? Yeah, that ain't it. Ah, that mean we beefing now? So you gonna die because I don't like your music? You see what I'm saying? It don't make sense, man. It don't make sense. Niggas made their whole career on the heels of that. Now, I was also in a room where they were saying, this ain't the beef we want to see. You know, because it's going to instantly turn. It's going to instantly turn to black versus white. Because nigga going to instantly say, man, who the white boy talking to? Man, who the fuck did white boy think he is? You know what I mean? So it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into one of those things. I think it's, it ain't a beef we want to see because of the... Because of the man that's behind it Which is Dre You know we all got love for Dre You know and Dre Has been instrumental in Snoop Dogg's career And instrumental in Eminem's career But shit Dre If you couldn't stop the, you couldn't stop him How you gonna stop me Like he should have thought about that In my opinion So now when you drop your diss song, how we gonna say, well, no, no, y'all stop. It's like if a nigga hit, like I was just saying, the the, the basketball analogy. Man, I get fouled one more time. I'm gonna foul me a nigga. Then he get fouled and hit me. And then they hold up. Now y'all stop it. Y'all can't be fighting. Boy, you better, boy, you got me fucked. That nigga just hit me. Man, you got me totally fucked up. You think that's where it stop at? Man, we gotta catch one, man. You owe me, you owe me. Yay, let's get that going. Let's figure that out. We got to go platinum. We not finna, you ain't finna get one off on me and then that's that. What we talking about? Because of your friends, it's people I respect in the culture. No, sir. So you should have thought about Dre before you recorded that this and you put it out. You see what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that to say I'm on either side. I'm telling you what the optics of it is. And guess who can't do nothing about this here? The tone police. Yeah, the tone police can't do nothing about this here. So, uh, but yeah, so, 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 yeah, so I just want to let my fans know, my supporters, anybody I'm doing business with, the tone police can't affect what Loon say. They can't affect my opinion. They can't muzzle me. You understand? And I'm starting not to believe in cancer culture. Now, you can get an overwhelmingly amount of traffic, unwanted, unwelcomed, and unwarranted traffic to your social media and whatever music or shows you put out that says bad things, right? But I think the only way you can be canceled is if they convince the people that's putting the bag behind you that that affects the bottom line. Because a lot of time that shit ain't doing no effect in the bottom line. That shit ain't really doing nothing but driving traffic. So if we, we can find a way to capitalize off it. Not saying that you ought to say fucked up shit. But just these Instagram comments and tweets and shit out of the motherfucker. That ain't doing it. That ain't canceling no nigga. And especially you ain't finna cancel me about my opinion. That just ain't, that, that just ain't happening. You understand me? So um that's that's just a couple of things, but like I just can't understand how 
you know. You know, but I just can't understand how these everybody wanna now act as if they the tone police and wanna tell a motherfucker what they can and cannot say. You know, and I do wonder what Dr. Dre stands at. But at this time, Dr. Dre can't stand in the middle of that shit. He has too much going on, which that may be the reason that the beef get ultimately squashed. Um, of course, you know, we wanna send some some positive energy to Dre. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he was reportedly put in the hospital for a brain aneurysm um, and was in ICU. He says he's doing better at this time and also has agreed to pay $2 million a month temporarily uh, in child support or spousal support, one of those. So um wonder where he stands in the middle of that because how you going to explain to Snoop Dogg, hey, man, you can't say nothing back, bro. Let that go. Nah, man, the boy put something out. That's going to go down in history on my jacket. Eminem dissed you. And he said this, that, and the third. Man, what I said wasn't no diss. What I said was how I felt about the situation. I didn't say nothing to f- uh, fucked up to Eminem. I just said, homie, I'm not feeling that. That's something I ain't fucking with. And if you wasn't next to Dre, what kind of music would you be making? What format would you have? What songwriter format would you have? Right? Because we know Dre put the format down on a lot of niggas. That's why he respected the way he is. He made the beat and put the format next to it. Now you just put the words in there some sort of how. And you can miracle, lyrical, hero. You can do that shit. That's light. Niggas can do that. And not taking nothing away from him because the closet... uh, uh Cleaning out my closet and all them records, they good records. And I do hear people say, man, Eminem is selling something because he always goes platinum. Again, we got to understand the difference between selling records and having impact on the culture. So I'm saying, see, the impact on the culture, not on white America, impact on the culture. That's when Benzino was saying people ain't running back to play that stuff. And I don't run back and play it. Now, when I first started rapping, it was him, Jay-Z, all them niggas. I would study they shit, try to figure out how they putting words together and what are they doing and what's the format again. Back to that word. You see what I'm saying? So it's just all good game. It's all good game. Um, I also heard that it was about a verse. That fueled it. That 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 Eminem reached out to Snoop Team by the verse. He cleared it. Then Snoop Team reached out to Eminem and they didn't clear it. I don't know about that. I didn't hear no malice in Eminem in, in Snoop's uh, voice. He just said, dog, it ain't my cup of tea. It ain't what I'ma go back and listen to. It ain't what I'ma go back and listen to. It ain't the music that I'm running to. You see what I'm saying? And he's not in my top 10. He named out niggas from the 80s and shit. He didn't even get to the, the Jay-Z's of the world and the Nas's of the world. He was still up there with the cool cool Modis and Busy Bees and shit. Man, what we talking about, man? Tone Police is dead. Yeah, Tone Police is dead when it come to It's Up There podcast and Loom. They dead. You can forget about it. And that go for whoever. 
Ain't now one of you pulled me out the mud and got no and, and gave me no type of nothing. I wish somebody would tell me what I can't say. And this ain't to disrespect nobody. But it's just to respect myself and uphold my position to my people, my supporters, my fans. They won't be shortened because you think you tougher than me. Or you going to what? What we doing? We crashing by this? Because I'm ain't. i going to bypass all your little men and I want to come holler at the man. You see what I mean? I want to pop out on the man. I must bypass all the little boys you're trying to send to get it done for you. You see what I'm saying? I want to talk to the nigga who causing me any kind of uncomfortability, you know, causing me any kind of being uncomfortable in my own skin or in my own life. You understand? As I navigate through these cities to pick these bags up. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Um, I also want to talk about, I also want to talk about this situation where Young Thug was on million dollars worth of game, shout out to Gilly, you know, and uh, Wallow. And he was saying that, um, when he met Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne played him. You know, he went to get a nigga some dab or, you know. Shake up with the nigga cause he fuck with the nigga. You understand? What's good, my nigga? Yeah, you know I'm a fan of you. And Wayne left him hanging. Then you gonna just play my game like that? You just gonna <laughs> Y'all niggas a trip. But but see, when you hear me I always talk about it, I always give y'all the game. These dudes get a little money and they turn weird. They they get a little money and then they turn like they better than everybody. They forget under all that jury. And this ain't about Wayne. This is about a lot of motherfuckers. You see what I'm saying? They can feel how they want to feel, right? But no one in particular, but if, if you take it, however you take it, that's fine too. But up under all that jury. Up under all them records a nigga sold. Up under all that big house a nigga got. They forget that you Leon the peon. You feel me? You just happen to stumble up on some money. So what you can't do, homie, is put yourself in a position to be disrespecting niggas that'll go further than anybody you know. A nigga take this thing further than anybody that you know, man. You see what I mean? And so, they get to a place, especially when you can feel them creeping up. See, it's a weird thing with Wayne and, 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 and Thug. You can feel Thug were coming. Instead of embracing them. The same way the media niggas can feel me coming. Instead of embracing them, look the other way. Looked all the way. He, he act like you don't see him, y'all. He right there too. Look, ooh, he right there and he kicking that shit. Now act like you don't see him. That's the games they play. I keep telling y'all. So he he probably felt like why this nigga even in the same space as me? Because I'm that nigga. 
And I'm coming no matter what. A lot of you rappers is uh, is lucky Thug didn't like y'all nigga style. And Thug wasn't... See, because one thing about a nigga who is inspired, whoever he put his scope on, you got trouble. Because not only am I going to draw from you, I'm going to put a spin on it. And I might come creeping past you as you coming down. I'm coming up. You see what I'm saying? And it's a very uncomfortable feeling. You got to be a certain kind of nigga that can handle that type of pressure. You understand? To think a nigga is a mini you, but he done slick came and crossed up and then he got more than you. Or, or his traction, his trajectory, right, is appearing to be because you made a lot of mistakes. See, people got to put themselves in the mind of Lil Wayne. Made a lot of mistakes with them, with, with contracts. He was so young coming in the game. You know, and to feel Thug coming up on him. To feel Thug may got his business right. Done align with Birdman, but made align with him in a better business situation. Done aligned itself with 300, Leo Cohen and 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 these guys but in, in better situations ain't boxed itself in like I did to this hot boy thug shit. See they they tricked him to 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 to, to put the bandanas on and lock himself in the thug shit. It took him a long time to it's like a tackle. It took him a long time to spin out of that right there and go pop and get some of that other money. Thug is dancing that thin line where he keeping the streets, but he still, he also over here in this white world a little bit where he dibbling and dabbling. And them people is fucking with him. You know, even Future haven't been able to do that, but Future got a lock hold on, on, on his genre. Future got a lock hold on this particular sound and this particular genre of motherfucking people. You get what I'm saying? But it's an uncomfortable feeling for Wayne to be in the same building as Thug on his come up thing. Knowing he coming for you. He didn't understand that Thug was giving it up. I, I'm a fan of yours, bro. Embrace me. We could have done a, if you reading this, is too late. And I could have boosted you on back up. You see what I'm saying? So, um. But the point still being. The rap dudes, they get weird. The rap dudes, they 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 get a little money. They get a little fame. Especially if they done had it for a while. Like your Wayne's, your T.I.'s, your Jesus, Them niggas there, they might not speak to a nigga. They might see a rap nigga and might not speak to him. And he really just showing love. What's going on, my brother? I fuck with your game, boy. I'm talking about, man, you put... Man, I'm talking about, man, you the reason I do this shit, boy. That might make them feel funny. Know what I'm saying? It's certain niggas that I think won't have that type of feeling like a Gucci. I don't think... good Jesus, I don't know. Because only only gripe I got on Jesus, I ain't really never seen him put nobody on musically. You had several jobs as a as an exec, so I'm not sure if he's doing stuff behind the scenes I don't know about. But publicly, I haven't seen nobody stand next to you and catch on fire. You see what I'm saying? When you see Thug bump in the Wayne, he done caught on fire, man. He done burst in the flames right in front of your motherfucking face. And you think he copying you. That's what, that what really it is. These rap dudes, they don't want nobody to... You know, 
Man, he trying to be like me, man. That nigga, that ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand inspiration. They don't understand that. And what it, what the, what's the what's the old saying they got? When a motherfucker imitates you, it's the biggest form of flattering. You supposed to be flattered. You supposed to embrace that, especially in the game and some shit you can't control. What you gonna do? Kill him? If you ain't gonna kill him, you better embrace him, cause the boy coming. Same with me. You know what I'm saying? With this type shit. It ain't no niggas talking like me. I see all the podcasts popping up. It don't bother me a bit. Number one, I understand the work that got to be put in. A lot of people ain't going to do it. They'll quit. Give them a second. You see what I'm saying? Give them a second. They'll quit. But on top of that, even if they do keep it going, I'm not sure that they got the voice inflection. I'm not sure they got the, the slogans or they got the mindset to... The metaphors to be able to, yeah, to, to put it, to, I just, now I'm not sure that they're able to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Especially week after week after week after week. You gotta, this shit gotta be in you, not on you. You understand me? So, um, I just think Wayne could have handled that a little different with Thug, man. And Thug was hurt by that. And when you hurt a nigga that's done caught on fire, I'm about to pass you now. Because all the creative need is a little fuel here and now. Here and now. Just a little fuel here and now. now. Here and now. That's all a nigga need. A little fuel here and now. And I'm going to catch you. And when I catch you, I'm going to spank you, nigga, for not embracing me. You understand me? You on quarter five, I'm going to drop quarter six. But I'm going to name it barter six. I'm going to go get with the nigga you was with. It's, it could have handled this different, man. You got to have enough game to understand what you can't stop. You see what I'm saying? And um, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that in our culture, we don't understand that. You know what I mean? I really do. It disappoints me on a very high level. You got to look before you leap. You know what I'm saying? You got to look before you leap, man. And so when Thug bumped into Wayne... He and he tried to show him love. He should have understood the look, the nigga done caught on fire. I can't stop it. Let me lock in with the little nigga. Now let me do a thorough check on him, make sure it ain't no setup or no sucker fuck shit going on. But if if he's a real one, let me lock in with the little nigga. You know what I'm saying? In, in a real way though. But we had those issues. We see rapper after rapper after rapper go get a check, come back to the city and shit on niggas. Give him a little time and he fall off and then them same niggas you shitting on, they on. They won't do a verse with you. Not even for however much money you got. They won't post your shit. Don't give a fuck how much money you got. Because when you was on, you did number hang the carrot in front of a nigga face. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to pay for that. Now you got to pay for that. You see what I'm saying? It's a real thing. Oh. I also want to talk about this. I also want to talk about Kim K and Kanye West supposedly being divorced. Um... 
You know, it's a lot that goes into this. Number one, I see a lot of people reporting what I would say is some bullshit. You don't report certain things like that without any. And I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You know, whatever my little fan base is, you probably already know. But I'm not going to further that conversation simply because I'm not sure what the fuck is going on. Right? It's in regards to are they trying to pull pull him down or put smut on his jacket? You know, put mustard on his coat or what? I really don't know what they trying to do. Um, not that that's, not that your preference, uh, not that your preference of anything could put you in a situation to be less favorable in my eyes, but I think that, you know, certain things could be weaponized and, um, I just don't want to play into that, you know? Um, but I do want to say that being, you know, looking at the relationship Kim and Kanye had, or have, because we don't know if they're actually getting a divorce or not. Um, Kanye loved that girl. He was in love with her. Not sure, you know, I'm talking about when he first met her. If you go back, he would even say things like he had dreams about her. And he really wanted to marry her. And he loved her before he, you know, met her. And when he met her, he told her, you're going to be my wife. And... You know, it take a lot for a man to come off his horse and tell you shit like that. So I understand the mind state that it must have that it must have had for him to even take it there. You know, for him to be in a place to take it there, you know, um with Kim's past and with, you know, what she she seems to have blossomed into something else. Um but the last couple of years may have been rough on him. You know, him going through his mental health thing. You know, him being in the hospital, being sick, going in the rehabs or whatever, being on medicine and blurting out shit. And uh, when she got herself close to Trump, she's really working on something. And he gets in there and he does little shit, take the attention off that. You know, I, I really don't know. And I can't speak to it in depth. Um, The same way I hope that Cardi B... And Offset worked they shit out. I hope that for the sake of them, if they still are happy, the way I see it. You know, I called the Offset and Cardi B thing. I said it didn't make sense in regards to just if all if all if all that she had is what she said, which was a feeling. Oh, baby, we can nurse that back together. Yeah, I can get that feeling out of here. Yeah, baby, don't you worry about that feeling. Yeah, baby, I'm going to get that feeling out of there. No, you ain't got to worry about that. I'm going to make sure that if I love you, right? Especially if I know that we about to hang everything up about that. Yeah, let me get the, yeah, let me put my jurors up. It's over, y'all. Know what I mean? I ain't losing. I ain't, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't trade the, yeah, you don't trade the star player. You understand me? You do not trade the star player, man. It just ain't, yeah. But you know, I hope if if they would if they want to, they can get it back together, man. But I do know that the last couple of years been rough on Kanye. You know, um, I hear people say he'll take a W in this. I'm not sure, man. He lost his mother already. You think he want to lose his wife and his children? On top of that, y'all talking about that because of her past. 
Boy, you love who you love, boy. You love who you love. So, man, if he love that girl and she dip on him and he got to wake up now, his kids is over there. And I know he's a millionaire, billionaire nigga. I'm talking about his foundation has been broken. That's a rough pill to swallow for a nigga that think that they got control over it. See, that's, that's even with me. And I don't got nearly as much money, but I got control over everything in my life. My bills is on auto pay. I don't owe nobody nothing. I'm creating shit every day. I'm rapping, podcasting, hustling in 20 different ways. I'm trying to buy new properties. I'm over here painting shit. Like, I'm doing all kind of shit that I feel like is under control. But if I lose control over that thing that I need, that one thing that meant the world to me, that I may be overlooking right now because I'm in that place where it ain't all together for me. I'm just, I'm all over the place. If that right there falls and crumbles, it affects all of this other shit over here. All that good shit you see me doing over here, not for long, hopefully. But it's gonna, you're going to see it's a bump in the road and it's going to make me have to hit the reset button. And when I had to hit the reset button, I'm not sure how long it takes me to bounce back from that. Just just depends on my teaching and what books I get into and what what things I read and how positive I can be and how I can pull myself out of it. You know, because he may never saw a world where that would happen. One thing about me and we can convince ourselves of things, good and bad. She'll never go nowhere, man. Like, this has been the best relationship she's had. And then when she leaves, like, whoa, I never saw that coming. You know, I know I took her through things and I went and got close to God because, I, you know, if I get close to God. See, even with Kanye then, what is he staying with that? What is he staying with religion when I've spent the last two years focusing on God, 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 and then I turn around and lose my wife and my children. How do we justify that? You don't post a question, God, right? But I'm saying, how does a man feel that goes through something like that? I've gave him money, millions. I went around the world preaching the word to try to strengthen my relationship with the higher power. And then I turn around and lose my family. It's just a hard pill to swallow. It's just a hard pill to swallow. You know? It's just a hard pill to swallow, man. And I, I, I tell you something else, man, that I seen. I wasn't going to speak on this because it's, it's getting a bit messy. Um, but DJ Academics and Rory. This is what I mean when I say, how is Joe Buttons and Academics friends? Respectfully. It's like, all right, Joe, how can you... This nigga's ruining my marriage. How can you call this dude your friend? How can you call a nigga your friend that's trying to ruin my marriage, man? I'm your real buddy. That's why I never could. That's why I say the media shit fake. Because Joe Budden would always say he loves academics. And academics would say the same. But then I come around and I, 
I dish your real friends. Niggas that you stand next to. Niggas that you love. That stayed in your house. I think Rory might be one of the only. Him and Parks might be the only two friends that really was around Joe when he was on the bullshit. The dust and the Adderall and the. Putting himself in those situations. How can him and academics be friends when you dissing them? That's like a nigga saying, fuck my mama. And we, I'm your buddy. And I'm coming out. I don't have nothing to do with that, man. That's my guy. That's my... No, man. Because if we was guys, you would have more respect for me than to ruin my homeboy, my real friend's marriage. And I'm not saying that he should or shouldn't because even on the academic side, he's saying, hey, man, the man came to my house, man, with the idle threat, man, like they going to hurt somebody. He probably got me spending an extra 20 grand a month on security, him, Meek Mill, a couple other niggas, because I think they really trying to harm me. So I see it from that aspect, too. My question ain't, ain't on those sides. My question is Joe Budden in the middle. How do you align yourself with this? How how are we going to say, hey, listen. I'm act buddy, man. Ask my guy. Excuse me. He dissing. He, he just he just basically alluded to me cheating on somebody I'm trying to marry. Cheating on somebody I took to the Jay-Z brunch, right? And said, instead of taking my friends there, I'm going to take her there and propose to her in front of all these celebrities and million and billionaires and shit to make it special for her. And he's allegedly alluding to me being in some sort of uh, love triangle. And we all know that when a woman is embarrassed is when you can lose her. You know, if your woman, if, if she been cheated on, but it's only in them four walls that know she handled it way better than the world tweeting and talking to her about you deserve better. And they don't know what she deserve. But these are the things that people are saying. These are the games they play, the mind games they play. But again, you on the other side saying, man, you was at my house. You put some bullshit greeting card in my motherfucking door or my mailbox to try to the guy these killers is coming to kill me. Was that a was that a bad move for him? Because ultimately now you got a nigga on your heels. A petty nigga that get drunk at night and, and go on his Twitch and talk shit. He's on your heels. And he's saying this and saying that that you probably got an answer to behind closed doors. You see what I'm saying? But um that whole situation is just becoming very messy. It's coming very messy. I, I I wouldn't want anyone to ruin someone's marriage, you know, or try to ruin someone's marriage. I think it may be taking it a bit far. But then I can't say you can't come to my house with the bullshit. Because that's also taking it a bit far. But I just wonder how the fuck Joe Budden can't get in the middle of that when you say you love act. And we know you love Rory. So how is you can't get in the middle and stop this? And basically accent, if you tell me I'm violating you, Charlemagne will stay out of my business, I'm violating y'all. If, if Joe Budden get in my business, I'm violating him. I'm pointing out hypocrisy. I just think it's, it's getting very slippery, that relationship.
And it's affecting Rory. On the last episode, I know he has COVID and he's sick. But he wasn't himself. And it also seemed that he came off as a little frustrated with the Fauci thing. He didn't get to talk. He kept repeating it. I wasn't a part of the conversation. I had a whole lot I wanted to say. I mean, I do think you guys handled it well. But, uh, you know, I was going to ask this, this, and this. But I wasn't uh, afforded the opportunity uh, to be a part of the conversation, seeing that you guys kind of, you know, did your thing. But I also, you know, had questions. I mean, I had a notepad, but I just wasn't afforded. Uh, the opportunity to speak my mind uh, in, in the circumstances surrounding the Dr. Fauci interview. I mean, it, you guys handled it pretty good. Well, we only had 15 minutes. Well, boy, I think we even could have went further with that uh, saying about, you know, how such and such and such, you know, he was just he kept repeating it because he was I just think he's 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 getting sick of it. And you may end up losing Rory off the show. If if it keeps ruining his personal life, you know, you ask yourself, is it worth all of that? You know what I'm saying? But I also see how Joe is holding him down and not talking about it, not bringing it up. But if you pay attention, when Joe was going through his breakup, everybody talked about it. When him and Sin was on the ropes, they would bring it up. They would laugh at him. They would talk about it. They would make it their business to make him the butt of so many jokes. Ha, 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 you know. Um, so it's just funny to see the differences. What is because he's more famous? You think he don't hurt? You think he don't feel it when he's going through that? It's kiki kaka. But when you going through it, we're going to be quiet. We ain't going to say nothing. I also want to say this about the little dude that keep making the videos about the uh, the big pump killer nigga. Whatever his name is who disses Joe Budden podcast every chance he get. Right? Every day, really, he drops something. They try to throw you a little alley-oop with giving you some airtime. And I'm going to say this. I got a prediction. He's a white boy. He ain't a nigga. The nigga that's doing that ain't a nigga. He's a white boy. But they try to throw you at loop and give you a little, you know, time on the par one time and kiki kaka about it. And you kept going and kept drilling them and kept drilling them. But that's the day and age we in. There's so many thirsty rappers and thirsty podcasters. It's because y'all ain't left no information out for nobody else to eat. They're a product of the lack of information left for people to actually get their foot in this game any kind of way. So any kind of little clout they can get, they run with it. Oh, man, I seen niggas change their whole channel. Like, I speak on something. If the views run up, that's cool. But if I don't feel like speaking on it next week, I won't. And I'm building something. So my analytics would tell me to keep speaking on that same topic. But I'm not turning my shit into a... I'm not boxing myself in like that. But you look at this dude, right? He, you gave him some shine a little bit. And then I be damned. And I bet you that was one of the white boys that brought that to you and said, let's talk about that. Let's address that. I know it wasn't Maul and I'm thinking it wasn't Joe. It was probably Parks. It was probably Parks that brought that. 
Hey man, we gotta we gotta talk about this, bro. No, we don't. Because now look what we started. We sent traffic that way, and now some of our real fans are now tuned into this dude. As he's week after week after week fucking over us, saying this and calling niggas gay slurs and things like that. Right? It's just it it, it sometimes it, it sometimes it's just not it sometimes it's just not in the best interest of the company to, to do some of the dumb shit. To do some of the dumb shit that I've saw take place, you know. Um, but yeah, I've seen I've seen Rory and, and Maul when Joe Budden and Sin Santana were going through it, talk about it all the time. I mean, dude, it was the butter jokes. I even watched some old episodes just to make sure I wasn't tripping. Um, and he would laugh it off, you know. Maul telling me he got seven days. By someone he got a kid by and married to. And I'm not, I know this is comedy style. You know. Um, but Rory's shit is so serious. They can't lean into it like that. And Rory probably is uncomfortable with that. But you can't be uncomfortable with it. And then be comfortable with making me the butt of the joke. <laughs> but I guess. Joe Button's the fearless leader over there. So they allow him to do that. I mean he allows them to do that. For the sake of the content. I also was asking myself, how big is the, how big, right, is the audience for a podcast, a black podcast? Like, what's the top? If you don't pivot and you just sit there and do the same thing, what's the top? I want to know that. But I always, you know, like I said, I want to know what the top is. What's the most you can do? If you just, now I get it. You do a podcast, then you go get a deal and hopefully turn into a TV show or some sort of, you repurpose the content basically, right? So I get that part of it. But I'm just talking about every week, just listens. If you're only speaking about hip hop. Which is one of the biggest cultures in the it's the biggest culture in the world. The most impactful culture in the world. But I think pivoting is necessary. You got and I'll show you guys how to do it. Just take me a while. Once I get the audience, I can show you I can show you what I mean when I say pivot. You gotta really and me, I'm doing this by myself. It's gonna make a total difference. You better understand how talented you gotta be to do this by yourself. I don't have no Notes. I'm not reading nothing. Nothing. I have nothing. I have no notes. I'm just ranting right now. So just think about when there's a little more structure put into it. Just think about when I really get to a place where I don't got to control the cameras. I can just focus on the content. I don't got to record it, edit, you know, master it. Drop the clips, label the clips, Run the YouTube, run the podcast, check the analytics, run some ads. Worry about if I'm getting any Patreon. Worry about if I'm getting any donations. Worry about sponsorship. Like, all that is me. So when I'm able just to focus on the content, 
You'll see why you'll see what I mean when I say pivot. They thought it would hurt me to make me do all of that, but what it's done is gave me a a, um, a super duper duper stronghold on what needs to happen next and what needs to happen to further the community and the conversation. Um I just I wish everybody the best in this game. I wish everybody get on their shit and do what it is they need to do. I'm definitely coming 2021 every week. So again, we'll talk about some more stuff next episode, but thank you guys. We'll talk about the King Erner Paparazzi pole fight. We'll talk about um JoJo Capone, Hassan Campbell. Uh we'll get back into some clubhouse things. We got a lot more to talk about, but I think we've did enough for today. For those of you that's in tune with this, I want to thank you. Um, it's up there podcast again to show your support. You go to anchor dot com. It's up there podcast with Looney, and you donate to the show. Cash up, dollar sign. Loom 615. And you do what it is you need to do. I mean, if none of those come in, I'm also okay with that as well. Because I get it. I get it. Um, But it's been another episode, man. It's 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 been something that I, I, I enjoy doing every week. And I hope you guys enjoy it. But I thank you. You know. I thank you. Um, it's up there podcast with Looney. See y'all next week and every week following that. Uh, won't let y'all down, man. It won't be this kind. Of, it won't be the bullshit. It won't, you know. See, coming from me, coming from me, you got something that you can really digest. You got some shit you can really fuck with. You know what I mean? Hold on. You got to do some shit, you know, we can really fuck with. But we're looking for some business partners. We're looking for some sponsorships. We're looking for some ads. Um, And it's up there podcast, man. Appreciate y'all for listening to another episode. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Tell somebody about this shit. You know, and it is growing. I'm looking at the numbers every week. It's growing. I'm growing like 50, 60% a week. I ain't hit a wall yet, but it's coming. And I'm going to know what to do when it comes. Pivot. I always tell y'all, look before you leap. Big homie. Thank you. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.